Hey guys, so I guess I would share a bit about living as an INFP in the Myers-Briggs personality tests, 16 personalities. And um, the reason why I want to do this is because INFPs are one of the rarest personalities of the 16 personalities and it stands for introverted intuitive feeling perceiving so infp in the personality test website we are typed as the mediator from my own experience i think that we always think we don't really fit in with society. You know, the way we think is very different from other people. That's why for all my life, I feel constantly feel like I don't fit in. And because there's so little of us, I think sharing my own experiences in being an INFP might help other younger INFPs in um, knowing more about their personalities and to know that they're not abnormal and in fact they are quite beautiful and very special and has a lot to offer to the world. So I guess the first trait that I want to share about as an INFP is that we always live in our own heads. What I mean by that is that we have this whole world within our own minds that is very separated from the external physical world that we are living in. And we're always kind of escaping into this gigantic universe that we have created inside our own head and you know where the laws of physics and rules of societies doesn't really bind the ideas and the thoughts that we have inside our own heads and i think for an infp that is very interesting and also addictive in a way because living in this special world that we have made up in you know the possibilities are endless um things that cannot be experienced in the real world we can experience it in our own universe inside our heads and in a way i think one of the special powers of an INFP is that they can imagine the big things and also the small things from you know the big picture to the little details of this world that they conjure up in their own mind it's almost like it's very real and in a way for me I'm a, I'm a very visual person that's why I can always visualize the world that I'm creating inside my own head and as 
an architect by trade and also you know a designer a 3d artist there are a lot of quirky and weird spatial ideas that i can almost just intuitively think out in my mind and it's just very fun to do that i even do that when i'm walking on the street or when i'm at work or when i'm just sipping on a cup of coffee and i think a lot of infps actually do that as well that they are always constantly doing this even when they are doing other stuff i guess one of the reason why this is happening to us is because it's almost addictive because thinking about new ideas um, that's so awesome and that's so over the top and that doesn't exist in the real world you know that feeling is very fulfilling and because sometimes we are not very happy with what the world is like we tend to you know escape to this world as well and we are basically you know daydreamers and i guess speaking for myself daydreaming is a very almost obsessive um trait that i have um so i guess the strength of this is that we are very creative beings um we think that what we think about inside our own heads it's you know very achievable um we are big dreamers the ideas that we are constantly coming up with it, it almost kind of pops up like from time to time it's very easy for us to think about new ideas as well and i think this causes us to be dreamers and also you know very we thrive very well in things that are creative for example artists painters um singers writers you know basically jobs or work that involve creating whole new worlds um for example i mean you know the world of star wars or harry potter you know these kind of worlds that are so profound are basically what we always think about and i guess that offers a lot of um possibilities for us as well as for other people as well you know for people who are less creative when they see our creations when we express the world that we have inside our own heads it can be very inspiring for them and that might inspire them to do other stuff as well um so the downside that i experience from this trait of living inside our own head is that we always think that what we're thinking is um what the real world is like so for example um for me i always think about all the consequences 
or the cause and effect of my own actions in the physical world. For example, if I do something, like thinking about, you know, if I do this, um, what are the chain of effects that would happen and the consequences that would come out of that? Um, for example, as a very shy boy, I would think about, oh, if I approach this girl um, and talk about um, things that I would like to, I would like her to know about me, you know, she would probably judge me and that would lead to something that she would, you know, bitch about me to her friends and it would cause my reputation to be destroyed. And you know, rumors that I'm a weird guy would go all all over the place throughout school or whatever. And we often think about all of these consequences in great detail. That's why it feels so real to us. But the problem is that the world doesn't always work in the way that we think it does. The real world, the laws of the real world. It's very different from the laws that we have inside our own heads. That's why I guess I tend to always be an overthinker rather than actually go go out and try new things, and uh, especially when it involves other people, um, and causes us to avoid things that we think would be doom and gloom for us, basically. And another problem that I have with being a daydreamer that um, always escaped to my own creative world inside my head is that I always seems to be out of it. Um, you know, in social settings where I'm talking to other people or when maybe I'm talking to my boss or my boss is kind of distributing work to us. Sometimes I would kind of daydream to something that's completely irrelevant and my face would become a resting bitch face. And from their perspective, from the people that we are interacting with, we might seem rude because our face um, is not very responsive and it's very dead. Um, that's why I hope, you know, when, when people interact with INFPs, interact with, with this very whimsical personality, I hope that they would understand that we're not rude, really, we're just... Um, we just ex we just kind of escaped it to our own heads unintentionally most of the time, and um, but yeah, I guess I'm still struggling with um, kind of harnessing this superpower of an INFP. I have been in the architecture world. I've been in the animation world. And I think it's very appropriate for me to utilize this um, imaginative world of ours. 
and you know putting all these ideas that live in our own head and expressing them as a painting or expressing them as animation or spatial constructions that's why i guess i became quite successful in in architecture school because in a way the architecture school encourage us to create all these new worlds um, no matter how outrageous they are but also that's a reason why I don't really fit well in the professional world in architecture because everything is very realistic things that I have to deal with are you know the pipes the um, physics of the building, the structure, which I don't really care about in my own head um, when I'm creating all these worlds. Like, why would I even think about physics or whether um, people would have water um, efficiently in the world that? I kind of made up in my mind because you know the world in my mind is almost like a utopia it's perfect like it's it doesn't even have gravity so um, for me I don't get that fulfillment in the professional world of architecture and one thing that also causes me to struggle with this habit of daydreaming and living in my own world is that in relationships I would think that someone is feeling a certain way um, inside my own head but in reality they might be feeling something else which causes me to think that I'm an empathetic person but in a way the 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 feelings that I think they're feeling might be wrong but the problem with that is I would take what I think in my imaginative mind to be the truth and even when the people that I am dealing with or interacting with tell me it's otherwise it's still very hard to me to change um, my mind because the thing that I'm thinking in that imaginative world is just so real um, yeah and that would cause I guess conflicts and also causes other people to kind of get hurt as well when when you can't you know snap back into reality and question um, what's actually happening in the real world so yeah that's what I've been thinking about recently in terms of um, one of the traits of the INFP which is living in our own worlds um, yeah I hope this would give some insight to what the mind of an INFP is like so if you are an INFP um, I would like to know more about um, what you think about this trait you know if 
you have this strong tendency to drift away in your own thoughts as well, or you actually don't have this trait, or you don't have this problem, or you completely love this trait of yours. I mean, I really, really love to connect with other INFPs because we're all different in a way, even though we're the same. You know, like same, same, but different.、Um, and for non-INFPs or even extroverts,、um, I would love to know what it's like for you guys to interact with INFPs. You know, what it's like talking with them. Um, and yeah, and for INFPs, I hope、um, you guys would know that you are not alone. So yeah, I guess in the next episode, I would talk about another trait of the INFP, which is being an idealist. So yeah, stay tuned and thanks for watching.